This is Monty in the Morning, the show Phoenix Magazine readers voted number one talk radio show in Arizona. Number one during your morning commute. Number one whenever news breaks during your day. And number one whenever and wherever you want to talk sports. Now it's time for Monty in the Morning. Hey, yo, man. (coughs) Right out of the gate, we're going to cough. Monday, January 10th. 2022 or something. <laughs> How the heck are you? We are back and better than ever. All the dental work is healed. Everything is good. We've got old people problems. We shop at Costco. Donovan Mitchell's leaving the jazz. Yeah. And Brandon Staley's an idiot. Other All right. than that, what else is new? Nothing left to talk about. Good talk. By the way, um, did you watch the Warriors game nude last night? Yeah. Because your guy's back. Yeah, number 77, headband clay. <laughs> number no. 77? Yeah, he wore number seven. He wears 77 in practice now because he didn't make the 75 all-time list. His number's 11 in the game. To answer your question, though, yes, I did. I was nude. Yeah, it was great. Because your girlfriend's got COVID, so right, yeah. you guys aren't hanging out. Right. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Maybe. What? Test You're- hasn't come back yet. Hey, you know what, man? Just because I'm late. Anyway, the point is, uh, it was an interesting weekend, was it not? Yeah, it was a good weekend. Went by fast. Uh, I It did, went by very fast. Yeah, it went by fast. This coming weekend's a three-day weekend. Thank God. Yeah, because I need... I need to stop getting up at six o'clock on weekends. Yeah. Like I've got to find a day we, to sleep. We got, we got to sleep until like eight 30. I've got to find a day to sleep. Yeah. I, yeah. Anyway. Hey, how are you? Um, let's get right to work because there is, uh, some fresh panic mode in jazz country. Um, because reports are beginning to surface that Donovan Mitchell is considering leaving the jazz. And why would he leave the jazz? Because he says, allegedly he is wasting his best season ever because he's getting no notoriety and one of the indicators of that is that donovan mitchell is not currently one of the top vote getters in the nba western conference all-star selection process um how worried jake should jazz fans be that donovan mitchell's leaving yeah i mean i think that there should be some concern you know i i I think you know, obviously, this is a report. It's not like we have a quote from Donovan himself saying, hey, like, I'm considering leaving. But I think when you start to put the pieces together, you should be a little bit concerned. Absolutely. I think Donovan Mitchell is a player that, that you know, obviously would be coveted by any team in the league. Uh, we all know that he's a New York guy. Um, if you follow him on Twitter, he is constantly repping New York. And, and we see him at Mets games. And, you know, so, it, yeah, it's a little bit concerning. I think, you know, if if you're Donovan Mitchell, you know, you clearly want to win championships. You clearly want to go down as one of the best, uh, you know, to ever do it. That's his goal. It's no secret. And right now that's not happening. And that's what he's upset about. So, you know, would Don leave for the Knicks or would he leave for, you know, the Celtics or would he leave for any of those the Nets, the Nets any of those nameplate franchises yeah you know I, I I think he would but I think you know making a deep playoff run may change that you know if you're able to get to the Western Conference Finals if you're able to somehow get to the NBA Finals 
that's going to change that. And I, and I think, you know, a situation that was that is uh, and was very comparable to this situation was Devin Booker in Phoenix. And I think, you know, for the longest time, people were saying, oh, Book's going to be a Laker and he's going to leave early and, you know, he's not going to finish out the extension. And then all of a sudden, uh, the Phoenix Suns cleaned house, totally changed the front office and brought in James Jones, brought in Monty Williams, like totally changed the culture. And then you go to the NBA Finals. So to me, these two situations are very similar in, in that, you know, you had a guy in Devin Booker who, you know, the rumor mill was that he was looking at leaving for the Lakers because obviously he idolized Kobe. And now all of a sudden, all those rumors have kind of chilled out because they went to the NBA Finals. So with Donovan, I think winning cures this whole thing. I think, you know, if the Jazz are active at the trade deadline and do what they need to do and, and make moves, you know, and you make a deep playoff run, I think this conversation largely gets put on the back burner. But if you, you know, go out in the first round, yeah, I think this conversation continues. And as a Jazz fan, you should be concerned. I don't think there's any doubt. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't think there's any doubt that um, Jazz fans should be concerned. I mean, this is that this is that narrative. This is that victim mentality that's not a victim mentality now. And it's not like these are, you know, these rumors are coming from nobody. Um, I mean, these are, you know, guys like Tim McMahon, major NBA guys are talking about the fact that Donovan Mitchell is disgruntled that he's not getting more notoriety and he is having a hell of a season. And his frustration is that he, he allegedly feels like he is wasting his career in Salt Lake City. And those are all things that sting and hurt deep because we love our town. We love this state. We love everything that is, you know, Salt Lake City in Utah. But you begin to understand the challenges that are always talked about when we talk about the Jazz and why it's tough to get free agents to come here, which I agree with. I understand that this is a small market, but I wonder if Donovan Mitchell being a New Yorker, I mean, again, his dad works for the Mets, as Jake talked about. He's a Chris Brickley guy. Yep. Um, he works out at Brickley's gym in the offseason. You see that tape. Um, all of that, <clears throat> all that hard work is, you know, coming to fruition because he is having a fantastic year. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think there's a good chance it, that this happens. I, I don't know what's enough. And to your point, is winning <laughs> enough to keep Don here? I don't know. I mean, I think, you know, winning and, and, and you know, accomplishing things in the sport from a team perspective, you know, typically makes players feel better. You know, like, again, with the book situation, it seems like ever since they went to the NBA Finals and – you know, we're able to land Chris Paul and, and do all this stuff that everything's fine now. Book is happy being a son. So I think guys, you know, and this isn't just unique to Donovan. You know, I think I think guys obviously want to win. You know, you look at like look at, you know, the Anthony Edwards of the world. Look at the John Morant's of the world like these these, you know, guys that are in Donovan's generation of player that are younger in the league, haven't won yet, but are really at the top of the sport. These guys really want to win. They, they really want to accomplish a lot in the sport. And so, you know, if you're Donovan Mitchell and you feel like, hey, I'm wasting some of the best seasons of my career here, you know, that's a tough pill to swallow. And I feel like that would go away if the Jazz, even they don't even have to win a championship. I just think you have to get to at least the Western Conference Finals, you know, get to somewhere you've never been before. 
you know, give Donovan Mitchell a reason to say, yeah, you know what? I could make a great career out of Salt Lake City. That's what I think the, the real issue is because it's funny how the conversation goes away when you win. Right When you're losing, it's not fun. When you're having to answer questions about why Terrence Mann hit all those threes in the corner, it's not fun Right for, for anybody to answer any of those questions. But when you're winning and, and you know Rudy's getting MVP consideration and, and everything's all fine and dandy, it's funny how we don't hear these rumors anymore. So you know I, I think a valid question would be, well, how much weight do you put on these rumors? Well, I put a decent amount of weight on them because you have guys, again, this was on a podcast. This is in a spoken word format that these guys are talking about Don being a little bit disgruntled with where things are at right now. It's not like they just kind of threw this on the internet and, and you know, um, like half-assed it basically. It's so, the interwebs, please. Yeah. You know, like, so, yeah, I do put some weight behind him. No, is is it fact? No, because Donovan didn't say it. But are these rumors something to be respected and yeah, something to be worried about? Yeah, but this isn't something that just popped up yeah, out of nowhere. You know, Let's like it's be not, honest about it. Yeah, so that's why I say as a Jazz fan, you should be concerned about this. I think they're real as well. I mean, Tim McMahon is as reliable of an NBA guy yeah. um, as, as, as there is in the business. And I think... It's not just him. I mean, it's a lot of people. And we talked about this last year. Yeah. Um, and it may have been Brickley. It was some somebody in that realm was talking about Donovan being a Nick. And I think it's natural. He's from there. It's, I mean, the flagship franchise of his childhood in it's all likelihood. Knicks, I mean, dude. it's the New York Knicks. And I think there is always a bigger draw, you know, when you are a New Yorker. I mean, I, it's obvious. But I don't think he's in a hurry. I don't think this is happening tomorrow. I will say, if the Jazz don't get this offseason right, I think it, it, it exacerbates. Accelerates. The process of Donovan leaving. Because, and Devin Booker is a very good example. I think that's a very good parallel to draw. Because Devin Booker's a guy who wants to win a championship. And he's talked openly about legacy and Kobe Bryant and... All of a sudden, Chris Paul shows up, the Suns go to the NBA Finals, and Devin Booker's now one of the elite scorers in the NBA, not not by accident. Yeah. The the Phoenix Suns took action there. I think the Utah Jazz have to do the exact same thing. Yeah. And I know that Salt Lake City, you're not going to hit a button or sign a free agent that's going to make this town grow, but there's no reason you cannot develop into a superstar. Um, the Stockton and Malone era showed us that. You can win MVPs. You can be the best in the, the history of the NBA at your position. But weren't they saying that about Phoenix before they landed Chris Paul? Wasn't everybody saying, hey, Phoenix is a smaller market? How are they going to go and get free agents? And that's well, why yeah. Book wants to leave. When we were there, they absolutely, the conversation was that, you know, Robert Sarver is the worst owner in the NBA and arguably in all of professional sports, save Daniel Snyder. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, that they, they were never going to win. And, you know, Book loved Kobe and wants to be a Laker. And, mm -hmm. All of a sudden, you know, they get an arena deal. They get a practice facility. Yeah. They, they splash cash, you know. And again, where are they? They're at the top of the Western Conference. Where are Clay Thompson in the in the, the Golden State Warriors now? With Clay back, they're at the top of the Western Conference. The Jazz are, are, are not. And yes, I understand that the last couple of days, the last week or so, COVID has ravaged this team. But I think at 100%, I don't know that there's anybody arguing that Jazz are going to win a championship this year.
or anytime soon. I think the question, though, if you're Donovan, is is and, and this is what I think is so fascinating because this is not like this will be answered in many different ways depending on who you ask. But but is is Phoenix a bigger market than Salt Lake? Yes. You think definitively? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Okay. I think you have every major sport is there, mm-hmm. whether they're patronized by fans or not. Every major sport is there. You have multiple major college franchises there. Um, I mean, the TV market's bigger. The the radio market's bigger. The, yeah. It, I mean, now Salt Lake City's coming. I mean, the the Silicon Slopes are are for real. Yeah, it's not a um, joke. There is billions of dollars here. See Ryan Smith. Um, but when you talk about bigger markets, athletes want to live and play in Scottsdale. Athletes find Phoenix to be a destination market. Um, you get guys like J.J. Watt that are willing to go play for the Arizona Cardinals. The NBA, Phoenix is now an attractive destination. Yeah. Um, and I think when you look at the fact they went to the, the Western Conference Finals, JaVale McGee is an interesting example of this. Chris Paul is an interesting example of this. Jay Crowder. Uh, Jay Crowder. But I look at James Harden. Mm-hmm. Where does James Harden spend his off seasons? Yeah. We rented him a house essentially rented him a house in a neighborhood in Scottsdale yeah. where millionaires live so he could have knee surgery and rehab. Yeah. And by the way, where did he where did he go to college? ASU. Where did he park his Bentley out in front of a restaurant? Like I'm telling you, Arizona is a, is a much larger market. So if you're Donovan, then I mean, what do you uh, that and this is why I say winning cures because if you're Donovan Mitchell and you're looking at this whole situation from like from like how your career could either thrive or be hurt, it's like, okay, you know, if I'm going to stay in Salt Lake, I have to win. You know, I have to win. Because the truth is, and this, and Damian Lillard's a good example of this, the truth is, you can be, you know, in a smaller market, but damn, you better be like an MVP caliber player. You know, you better be somebody that, that everybody knows. Like on the East Coast, like globally, like you better have you better have the branding and all that on lock. And it kind of feels like he does, but at the same time, it's like he just hasn't quite hit yet, you know? Like he's got a shoe deal. Like he, you know, is at Mets games. Like he's around, but he's not on like Dame's level of popularity. So it's kind of this interesting conundrum, and that's why I say if you go to the NBA Finals, that changes everything for you as a player. And that's what I think it would take to keep Don happier, to rejuvenate him. I think whether it's the finals or something else, Donovan Mitchell has to have an opportunity to write a legacy. And I think it's it, it matters to players now. And this goes back to LeBron starting super teams or Kevin Durant going to the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Guys want legacies. Guys want to win. And the only way you get a legacy in this business is to win rings. And to this point, and again, this is why I've talked so openly about Danny Ainge being a guy that's not going to do business the way the Jazz have always done business. Mm-hmm. Guys want to know that they play for an organization that's going to go out and get the job done, that's going to go out and make trades, that's going to improve the roster, that's going to grow their opportunity to write a legacy. And right now, and I'm saying right now because the Jazz haven't done anything, right now on Monday, January 10th at 6.45 in the morning, what have the Utah Jazz done that's going to show Donovan Mitchell he can write a legacy here? What does that mean when, you know, for a player, what do you think writing a legacy looks like? Does that just mean like a historic playoff career? Does that mean like, you know, just big well, moments? Well, I think in the, in the grand scale of things, multiple championships. 
because winning one NBA championship is not a legacy. Mm-hmm. It, and I look at the greatest players who've ever played it, whether it's Jordan, whoever. Look at what LeBron James is doing. LeBron yeah. James is breaking records, it seems like, on a nightly basis. Or if you look at Steph Curry, or if you look at the Splash Brothers, mm-hmm. look at the notoriety that's around Klay Thompson returning. The game was January 9th of 2022, and everybody was watching it. Yeah. Because it's Golden State. It's Steph and Clay, the Splash Brothers. <coughs> Why do you think Draymond Green wanted to start that game even though he was hurt? Draymond Green started the game last night. He was injured in pregame warmups, pulled a calf muscle. They committed a foul right out of the gate. It, the game was so important that Draymond Green wanted his name in the box score as a starter. Yeah. That's a legacy. The Splash Brothers, the Golden State Warriors, that's a legacy. Yeah. Steph Curry's one of the best players ever at his position. That's a legacy. Donovan Mitchell is an afterthought, and that's not a legacy. It's difficult if you're Donovan Mitchell to be having the year he's having, and he is having a year. Why do you think he was so pissed last fall or last spring, summer, when they kept him out of game one of that, that Memphis series? He was livid. Yeah. Because it's the playoffs. And legacies are written in the postseason. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So that's what he's after. He's having a career year, and nobody's talking about Donovan Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Nobody. And he's pissed about it. Nobody. Yeah. And he should be pissed about it. Yeah. You know, like if you start looking around, um, you know, it, Tim McMahon, you know, on, the, on, the, on this Brian Windhorst Hoops Collective, um, said there is, and I'm going to say it, at least speculation around the NBA that market size might matter to Donovan Mitchell. And I agree with that. And this is the problem being a, because if you look at the smaller market teams in this league, mm-hmm. a Memphis, but look at John Morant last night. John Morant got major run last night as a Memphis Grizzly yeah. because of his play. Right now, he did it it's it, at Crypto.com, Staples Center. Yeah, arena uh, yeah it's the Staples shit. Center. It's um, always going to be, you know. But John Morant's getting major run. Why is it's Donovan Mitchell ever gotten the run that, that John Morant got last, just last night? I can't say that I remember him ever getting that. I, I, I think it's a, if you're a Utah Jazz fan, this is your worst nightmare. This is your worst nightmare. So if you know, you're the like, front office, I mean, what do you do? Because I think this this side of the conversation is really interesting, too. So let's suppose that Don is a little bit disgruntled right now, and he's a little frustrated, and he's considering his options. And, you know, every basically he's doing everything you would never want him to do if you're in the front office of this organization. So here's the conundrum, and this is what this is the conversation that you're all familiar with. You know, hey, we're, we're, we're paying $27 million in luxury tax. We don't have the assets to go and blow this team up and make a contender right this second, right now. You know, a championship contender. Yeah, you're a postseason team, you know, so from that standpoint, you're a contender. But I'm talking about a championship difference-making to Donovan Mitchell-level team. So if you're the front office, I mean, what do you do? Well, I think you have to have conversations with Donovan Mitchell and make sure he's on the same page with you about what the plan is. Because I think for players, that's the other side that's really important. Okay, if we're not going to win this year, what is the plan for us to win? What are we talking about? You know, because this is, let's not forget where Don's at in this contract. This is the first year of, what is it, a five-year extension, I believe? So it's not like he's at, you know, it's not like next year is the last year of this deal. 
He's committed <coughs> to this team. Now, all of that to say, NBA players can get out of contracts no problem, right? We've seen it a bazillion times before. But I'm just saying, he signed that extension. So when he signed that extension, he was happy with it. Just the same way Devin Booker was happy with the team when he signed his extension. So that's why I say there's going to be conversations. But how is Rudy Gobert making significantly more money than Donovan Mitchell? Yeah. I don't know. That's I mean, a great think question. about that. Yeah, it's a great question. I mean, uh, I think Rudy's making $36 million bucks this year, $35 million. Donovan's making twenty eight. I mean, he's going to make $40 million more than – Rudy Gobert's going to make $40 million more than Donovan Mitchell over the life of this deal. Yeah. So we can sit here and say the money doesn't matter. It matters. We can sit here and say, oh, well, Rudy Gobert's up for MVP – I'll, I'll just simply ask Jazz fans, who would you rather have, Rudy Gobert or Donovan Mitchell? Mm-hmm. I'm taking Donovan Mitchell every Facts. day. I'm t- every single day. Yeah, dude. I'm taking Donovan and I think Mitchell. Ja- and I think Jazz fans and the people who listen to the show consistently would agree. You know, I, yeah. I just think that they would. Um, Frank H. says, sick of all this Mitchell wants to leave crap. If he's not all in, let's get someone who is. But see, that's what Jazz – to me, this is this is where I just disagree with you. The Utah Jazz have not done to this point anything to support Donovan Mitchell wanting to win a championship. Not a thing. Think about that. What if, what if they legit, what have the, the Utah Jazz done? The biggest move probably is the Rudy Gobert contract. And I don't know that there's anybody who thinks that's a great contract. I don't even think Jazz fans think Rudy's contract is a great contract. Yeah. The Jazz have, and I think they're going to, don't get me wrong, but if you're Donovan Mitchell, wouldn't you be looking to leave at some point? If you're not going to win a championship here, what are you doing here? Yeah, what are you playing for? Why are That's you the here? Question. Rudy Gobert's here because he's getting $40 million bucks a year on average. So you understand why Rudy's here. But a guy like Donovan Mitchell is, in my opinion, about far more than money. Mm-hmm. Guys like that want to win. Yeah. Guys like that don't want to just be an afterthought. If Donovan Mitchell stays in Utah for 15 years and never wins a championship, makes, you know, let's say he makes $300 million. What does that mean to him? What does that mean to him? It's a great question. I don't think it means that much to him. He'll he'll live well, but... There's always going to be something eating at Donovan Mitchell if 15 years from now he doesn't win a championship. Mm -hmm. Ask yourself that question. And then ask yourself if he really is just a jerk who's chasing rings. Because I don't don't think that's it at all. I really don't. Snuka says, good morning. What's up, buddy? Good to see you. The Blind Sportsman says, I knew y'all were going to talk about this fetch Windhorst or however you spell his name. But why is it? Why now is Brian Windhorst a some kind of criminal or like a shady character? Why is it that we have to be in denial about these kind of stories? <clears throat> why is that the instant reaction? Because now it's it, out there. Why is it that, that it's either, oh, the story's not true or, okay, well, if it is true, then get his ass out of here. We don't want Donovan Mitchell. Like, How about we talk about doing something that would keep him here? What, why that, and this is what's always fascinated me. 
you know, about jazz fans. Like why I just, I guess that that mentality, I just don't subscribe to. I'm more the guy who says, Hey, like, okay. You know? Yeah. It's understandable why Don would feel the way that Don does. I get it. You know, you want to win. I understand it. So what are we going to do about it? But this is the, this is the perpetual conversation. Mm -hmm. And I, I think this is why ripping Kevin Durant for going to golden state is something I've always had a problem with. Was he ring chasing? Yes, he was. Is that wrong? No, it's not. Guys don't play the game for money. When you make as much money as these guys make. Yeah. At some point, the money becomes muted. Yeah. They're in a circle where they're hanging out with guys who are 100 millionaires. Do you think LeBron James gives a damn about his paycheck? On some level, of course he does. But if you said to him, what's more important? $40 million a year, you're 58 years old. $40 million a year or look back on your contract or look back on your career and you won seven, eight, ten rings. Because that's what LeBron should have won, honestly. Yeah. That's what he – all he cares about, all LeBron James cares about is this guy right here. Yeah. And he'll never be as good as Jordan. And that will always be a debate. I look at guys like Donovan Mitchell. They have to win multiple rings or it's just not good enough. Yes. That's what That's what I'm – like, why do you think Kevin Durant and James Harden and Kyrie Irving wanted to play together? Because mm-hmm. they want to win multiple rings. You know, like I, it just – It's not that hard to understand. And they shouldn't be vilified for it. Now, if you want to talk about Carl Malone selling out and going to the Lakers, he's a shitbag anyways, do it. Because I can't (laughs) – Carl Malone going to the Lakers was a travesty. You want to vilify Gordon Hayward for going to Boston? You don't get it. You don't get it. Because Gordon Hayward – now, granted, he snapped a twig and still hasn't won and he ain't close to winning. Yeah. But Gordon Hayward was completely justified in going where he went and doing what he did. He's not a villain. He's not a bad guy. He shouldn't be booed every time he comes back here. And if Don leaves, he shouldn't be booed every time he comes back here. But he will be. He will be. He will be. Yeah, he, he will, will be. be. Um, Bryce Jensen says it's LeBron picking Gobert and Donovan last in the All-Star game. Nobody in the league gives an F about Utah. Ainge is the only person that will keep Don in Utah. The days of Stockton to Malone are over. Yeah, and so that's my point. Like, I think you, So if that's true, if that's how Jazz fans feel – then how are you vilifying Donovan Mitchell for having some feelings about wanting to play for the Knicks or, you know, whatever franchise it is that he, you know, wants to play for in his heart? I understand where Donovan Mitchell is coming from. My problem here is not with Donovan Mitchell. No. My problem here is with the front office. And frankly, I've been happy with what they've done so far, like picking up Danny Ainge and, you know, the Jared Butler draft pick. Like, you've done some nice Wait, things here. Jared Butler's on the Jazz? apparently are you sure yeah i mean apparently i don't i I, wasn't sure he was going to get minutes against the raptors but they made it happen we got to talk about elijah hughes in a minute uh daniel westover says will donovan be as good elsewhere where a team doesn't revolve around him this team does not revolve around donovan mitchell it doesn't that and this is this is such a big conversation think about it this way look at lebron who are the best players in the league Look at LeBron James. Look at Steph Curry. The Warriors revolve around Steph Curry. The Lakers revolve around LeBron James. When they win, it's because of LeBron and Steph Curry. When they lose, it's because of Russell Westbrook and somebody else. When the Utah Jazz win, 
it's not usually about Donovan Mitchell. It's not. And if if you look at, you know, you look at these losses the last couple of days, their defense. This this Utah Jazz team is built around a really mediocre roster that is not very athletic, right? If you are telling me that look at the Phoenix Suns. Who are the Phoenix Suns built around? They're built around a bunch of dudes. Devin Booker's not a superstar in this league because his roster is built around a bunch of dudes. If you look at the Jazz, this roster is built around a bunch of dudes. And unfortunately, they're not very good dudes at defending. This team is not catering to Donovan Mitchell. They're not. I think they should be. I, honest to God, I would, I would sell everybody except Donovan Mitchell. I don't know how many more times on the show I can say it. Mm -hmm. The only guy in this roster that should be untouchable is Donovan Mitchell. Mm -hmm. By the way, why do you think that Donovan Mitchell doesn't like to pass? Doesn't like to give the ball Why up? do you think he does not pass ever to Rudy Gobert? You ever, ever notice that when you watch jazz games? Ever. Never passes it to Rudy. Never. Very rarely passes it to the corner. Right? He's trying to go and get his. And, and I don't have an issue with that. But I think... What would change that is if you got a better supporting cast. But, again, then we go right back to, you know, hey, this is Utah. Can't go and get big free agents. So are we really going to sit here and, and, you know, vilify Donovan Mitchell? And as far as regretting leaving, Donovan Mitchell is, I don't know, I probably think too much of Donovan. I think Donovan's a generational talent. I think he's a guy that if he was, if he was you know, if he was on a – Brooklyn Nets team that spends outrageous amounts of money. Um, if he was surrounded by another athletic wing player that was, if he had another running mate, if he had another superstar on his team, I, I mean, can you imagine LeBron James and Donovan Mitchell playing together? LeBron James driving and kicking to Donovan in the corner. I mean, the, the, how many championships would they win? I, I, I just look at Donovan Mitchell Donovan Mitchell, in my opinion, cannot be a, a guy that you hand the ball to in the backcourt and say, bring it up and score me a basket. He, that's just not his game. But if you want to facilitate to get him a shot, he's going to beat you every time. Look at how much his range has expanded just in the last year. Mm -hmm. he, I mean, he is logo Don. Like that guy, he has got incredible range. Yeah, I'm telling you, he's not just another guy. Gordon Hayward is just a guy. He's a jag. He's just a guy, right? Donovan Mitchell's a generational talent who can go anywhere and be the best player on the team. And it's not question. If he were a Laker, him and I'm telling you, they would win championships. Yeah. If he were, if they had. And Don knows that. And furthermore, if they if it was Donovan Mitchell, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie Irving, they'd win championships. I would put and and we've we probably should have this conversation at some point, but I value Donovan probably I value him very highly. Mm -hmm. I, I do. He's an unselfish player, in my opinion, when he has other guys that he believes in. And I think that's another huge part of this conversation. I don't believe that Donovan believes in most of his teammates. I don't. I don't think he confidently gives the ball up and believes it's going to go in. It's LeBron James. Why does LeBron not like to kick? Because I don't think he believes the ball's going in the hole if it's not in his hands. Yeah. So It's pretty simple. 
And this, again, when we talk about where the Jazz are, that's why it's moronic to talk about, well, should we look? We can't trade Joey Ingles. What the fuck? Yes, you can. <laughs> and you should. Facts. You should. Yeah, 100%, are, dude. Are we talking about keeping... Are we talking about keeping Joe Ingles on the team for three extra months or Donovan Mitchell for five extra years? Which one do you want? Right? Like, do you want to keep Boyan Bogdanovich on the team for another year, maybe? Or Donovan on the team for another five to seven? Sorry, folks. That's what it is. I I, I just, I, like, these, you, you can't look at, oh, but Joe Ingles is such a nice guy. That's cool. He is. He's a great teammate and he served you well. Thank you. We'll carry your bags to the to the Uber for you. Actually, we'll drive you to the airport. Right? I'm sorry, but bidding it is business. Pack your shit. Let's go. Right? This is Did what it is. This is the Quinn Snyder conversation, and this is the BYU Kalani Sataki conversation. At what point are we going to do what's got to be done to win a championship? Yeah. Let's stop screwing around and being loyal to guys that are that are just the same old nice guys we've always had. That's so cool and neat. But I want to I want killers. I want to win a championship. Yeah. I want to see the Utah Jazz win a championship. It's time to stop being nice. It's time to start kicking ass and taking names. Yeah, and I hope that's what Danny Ainge brings in. You know, I hope that Danny Ainge brings in that mentality. I really do. I I just I, anyway. All right. Uh Gavin Vega. Don I hear just wants to play for a market that gets him notoriety. And at least one ring. If Ryan Smith can continue to do what he's doing, I'm not worried unless we flop the roster in uh, flop the roster incoming shakeup. I just want the Jazz to bring in a Brandon Ingram or a Dylan Brooks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think you know, bringing in talent that can help him. Dude, this cough is killing me. I don't know what I I, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> My bad, my bad, sorry. Or a Dylan Brooks-type player to play with Don rather than this spot-up wings. <laughs> I'm telling you now that Donovan Mitchell is completely justified in, in this conversation about him leaving. Yeah. He is. I, you know, like, I, I am just – I want this team to win. I'm tired of the – I'm tired of the – and I'm trying not to lump everybody in, mm -hmm. but hey, it's Georgia Southern. We have to be nice. Well, mm -hmm. they punched you in the face and ripped your helmet off. Mm. But they're good men who are just, you know, playing. No sportsmanship matters. No, it doesn't. Well, it does, but no, it doesn't. Hey, this is such a a Utah is such a genuinely different place. It is special and unique. I've lived everywhere. I chose to come back to Utah. The problem, though, is, is that we make in this town, we make heroes out of Royce O'Neal. And, oh, man, it's Buckets O'Neal. And Royce O'Neal's an average, below average NBA player. That's it. Yeah. Joe Ingles right now is barely serviceable. If he is on any other roster of a contender, he's probably not getting five minutes a night. That's just who Joe Ingles is right now, right? Boyan Bogdanovich should not be your second best offensive option with all due respect. 
Yeah. To Boyan Bogdanovich. Bojan. He can't be your second best option. And think you're going to win a championship. You can't spend the luxury tax on Mike Conley, who's going to be injured. You can't do that. You can't. I. You just simply can't. On a night you needed him in Toronto, he's resting for his knee. Like, it drives me crazy the way that we as Utahns look at athletes in this town. And we can't dare question Jaron Hall, and we can't dare question. Yeah, we can. And yes, you should. Yes, you should. It doesn't make you a sinner. It doesn't make you a bad person. You don't need to put a little extra in the envelope this week because I question Jaron Hall. God bless. All right, I feel better. Do you? No. Uh, Neville, 90 <laughs> Neville 93 says it was nice in Park City yesterday. Anyway, I heard a rumor that Joey was getting traded to the Boston Celtics, including Jared Butler, and we're going to get Dennis Schroeder. You're so fucked. Dennis Schroeder? No, I thought you said De I, I'm Dennis. I'm sorry, I thought you said Dennis Schroeder. And you, wait, no, I... You meant uh, like, the, and this is supposed to be an upgrade? Like what? Dennis, Bro, who, what are you talking about? Who man? turned down $82 million and then got the vet minimum? <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> Wait, what? He's a bum. <laughs> Neville, did you hit your head yesterday? That kid's a stunt. No, he's not. <laughs> Dennis Schroeder sucks. They, they're not trading for Dennis Schroeder. You're not. You're not taking an expiring contract and a prize rookie and trading him for Dennis Schroeder. Are you out of your goddamn mind? Man, when you pull the car in the garage, turn it off before you close the door. <laughs> I'm telling you. Bryce Jensen says, thanks, Monty. Tired of loyalty complex in Utah. It's like jazz fans can't drop an old girlfriend. It's dumb. Totally. Utah is such a feel-good sports town who wants to have a Cinderella story and will praise their players and in the same breath rip your head off in church ball. It's the nicest toxic fan base. <laughs> I really don't care if you think it's us. It's, that's yeah. such a great point. That is very true. They will break your legs playing church ball. Yeah. But don't you say anything about Jaron Hall. <laughs> <laughs> don't you do it. Don't you do it. Um, I, I, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, that's uh, – very true about that fan about the fan base. By the way, yeah, mm -hmm. are the Warriors now the best team in the NBA? Mm, yeah. Clay Thompson dunked on Bros last night. Yeah, it was great. On it, but it was the Cavs. Come on, the Cavs are one of the better teams in the East right now. Mm, yeah, it's the Cavs. That's a team they should beat every night. Well, yeah, that's a team they should beat. But he, I know he posterized somebody. It was awesome. I watched it. I know. I know. Okay, so are are your Warriors the best team in the in the NBA? I'm not ready to say that yet. Okay, who's the best team in the, the NBA? The Nets. The Nets. The Nets are not the best team in the, the Okay. Look. The Milwaukee Kyrie Irving Nets are the best team in the NBA, dude. The Milwaukee Bucks? No. No. But the Nets A can't can't see. They're not the same team two nights in a row. That might be true. I mean, that team's wildly Neither inconsistent. Neither are the Jazz. Neither are the oh, Warriors. But the Jazz are not one of the better teams in the NBA right now, in my opinion. Well, yeah. They're, what are they, third or fourth seed right now? I'm telling you right now. And people got all pissed. I said it the other day. I don't think the Jazz beat Memphis in a seven-game series this year. 
Yeah, this Memphis team right now is really good. Really, really good. I, I There is the Western Conference right now is as deep as I think I've ever seen a conference in my life in the NBA. Yeah. I mean, you can lose every single night in the NBA, in the Western Conference specifically. If you look at Golden State, Phoenix, Memphis, the Jazz can beat you on every on, on any night. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, when they don't have nine guys in COVID. How about that? <laughs> How about the fact that the Jazz, everybody's like, oh, we're special. We're in a latex bubble here in the, the valley. I started having second thoughts. The inversion layer protects us from COVID. <laughs> now you got like nine guys in protocol. The coronavirus. <laughs> Elijah, my guy, Elijah Hughes. Lit it up, dude. Will somebody give Lit me credit? Will somebody, yes. anybody, yes. somebody give me credit for Elijah Hughes? Yes. Cool. You, you said that he was going to be awesome, and he was awesome. How come he doesn't play more? Because Quinn hates young guys. And I'm just asking about Eric Paschal. Because homie, homie with that dump truck ass can really play. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my guy, Eric Paschal looked really good. So that's the play-by-play guy for the Charlotte Hornets. <laughs> yes! And Jake loves oh. that dude. That kid's a stunt. Jake loves that dude. <laughs> so the other night, the Hornets had a bunch of like highlight reel plays. Yeah. And I started tagging Jake on Twitter. And that, yes, that <laughs> that's an alley-oop from uh, Scary Terry to, to uh, Kelly Oubre. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't... He, the, he does not call the alley oop. He just yells. Yes! <laughs> 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 That's funny. Yeah. Um. Look at the Dallas Mavericks beating my R and we the Chicago Beloveds last night. Yeah. Screw Luca. I hate Luca Doncic. Is he not one of he the is most such a douche, unlikable guys in all of sports? Yeah. He's a douche. He's a bum. Yeah. yeah he, thanks, he, Aaron. Well, him he's and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Nobody likes Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Come on. But I, I think it's in, I, I, the NBA Western Conference right now is ridiculous. Yeah. And I mean, you, and again, this is why the trade deadline is so important because a lot of these teams are going to get better. I would agree with that. eBay the Sofa Surfer, good morning. Says Mitchell is never leaving. The great ones don't. They build legacies. That's Spida. <laughs> it is way too early to be drinking, eBay. Way, way too early. Gavin Vega says, hey, Monty, I just wanted to ask real quickly, with both of us being Bears fans, <laughs> you know, Chris Karn brought up the Bears earlier, and I did not read his comment. <laughs> and now, Vega, you come in here, and you start talking about ah, the Chicago Bears. No. Okay. So that's how it's going to be. I'm not doing it. Kenny says, yes! <laughs> Uh, Jeremy Bolton says morning gents. Jeremy Bolton, um, saw Gunther. Really? Yes. Oh yeah. Gunther sighting. Yeah. Yes. The Gunther sighting. Yes. Which is crazy. I, it's, like, <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, Kenny says, Hey, look, Mitchell is, is leaving. If we don't do 
the crap that needs to. But I'm sure you said that 30 minutes ago. Yes, I did. Yeah. If Spider had doubts, haha, he would not have signed that five-year max. No, that's completely not true, eBay. Yeah. You don't sign a five-year max to commit to the team and the organization, and I love this community. You sign a five-year max to A, get paid, and B, if you need to pull the ripcord, you've got a, a deal that's very tradable. Do you want to set up the meeting? I mean, it's not his five-year contract. Like, Rudy Gobert's contract is untradable. Yeah. Donovan Mitchell, one of the, the, the best two guards in the NBA. Yeah. You can trade that contract. All day long. All day long. Yep. All day long. Uh, Lillard ain't leaving. Beal ain't leaving. Mitchell ain't leaving. I don't know what you want to bet. I mean, if if Donovan Mitchell leaves Salt Lake City, you have to become eBay the love, love seat surfer. Yes! <laughs> you know. Uh, Jeremy Bolton says, Gunther is alive. I didn't know what to say when, when he walked out of the back room. Dude was really nice and helped me out tons. There you go. Jeremy, um, Jeremy Bolton saw Gunther, apparently Kyle Gunther. Not apparently, because I believe Jeremy Bolton. Yeah, Although, sources are good on this one. Would have been nice to see a picture. Um, but Jeremy Bolton um, saw Kyle Gunther at uh, Salty Peaks. Apparently, Kyle Gunther works at Salty Peaks. You know. And helped helped Jeremy Bolton get into a T-Rice Pro, a snowboard, mm -hmm. and some Burton Cartel bindings. There you go. Which I'm like, hey, man. Yep. Good setup. That's amazing. Yep. And Jeremy, I got to tell you, I rode my T-Rice Pro all weekend, and it was it was glorious until I fell off the lift and almost broke my leg. But other than that, I mean. He's a bum. I like, I can gnar pow shred, bruh. And like, I can really snowboard. I can't. I don't know what it's been this year. I, I have fallen off the lift a hundred times. Um, and now like my right knee has like all kinds of different color swatches. So you attached. and Mike Conley can hang out on the bench. huh? Good Lord. Truth. You know, uh, eBay, the sofa server says, you know, I know him, right? Need proof. Go to my eBay store. See those game worn Louisville Cardinal jerseys and jazz. I didn't get those because I just am a fan. Donovan ain't forcing his way out. I don't think anybody said he's forcing his way out. And I don't think he's leaving tomorrow. But if you think he's going to sit here and not win championships and not become an all-star. Two seasons from now, if you haven't won a championship, you think he's not leaving? I, I, listen, I think it is very clear. Let, let, let's, just, let's just set the, the record straight. Danny Ainge is going to completely turn this roster over. And my belief is Donovan Mitchell's the only one that's going to be here. Mm -hmm. That's my feeling. I don't think... And maybe I overvalue Danny Ainge. He's made some awesome trades, and he's made a bag load of bad trades. Mm -hmm. But he's built a roster in a place like Boston by trading for Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce and Ray Allen. and He's got the balls to make the big trade. Right? He, he had Paul Pierce, Donovan Mitchell, and he went out and got Kevin Garnett and Ray Allen. And Rajon Rondo and he, Danny Ainge is not coming here, oh, because Joe Ingles is such a good story and let's put some shrimp on the Barbie, Mike. He's going to trade Joe Ingles. I'm for real. As we told you last summer, they're gonna trade Joe Ingles. They're gonna trade Boyan Bogdanovich, Royce O'Neal, and the rest of the bum squad is not gonna be here. 
These guys are average players. He's a bum. Donovan Mitchell is going to be the one guy left standing, in my opinion. Now, having said that, if they don't win a championship, I don't think he stays here. Because we can sit here, and eBay, if you know Donovan, I'm telling you now, the idea that he's not leaving ever is just not true. If they don't win championships, Donovan Mitchell won't be here. Yeah. And if he continues to be largely irrelevant in the NBA, and I'm not trying to be a jerk about it, Donovan Mitchell's irrelevant in the NBA. I mean, it, there are, a, I think there are a large swath of NBA fans who don't know Donovan Mitchell. John Morant's more relevant than Donovan Mitchell. I think Donovan Mitchell could walk down the street in Oklahoma City, and I don't know that anybody would say two words to him in New York. And I think he could walk down the street in Chicago. And I don't know how many people would be like, hey, is that Donovan Mitchell? I don't know how many people would do that. In Salt Lake City, Donovan Mitchell would get mobbed walking down the street. Do you want to be mobbed in Salt Lake City or Chicago, New York, L.A., Philly? If Donovan Mitchell walked down the street in L.A., would anybody know who he is? Yeah, you can't definitively say yes. If John Morant walked down the street in L.A., would anybody know who he is? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I think they would. Donovan Mitchell's it, – it, and it's not because he's not talented. It's not because he's not elite. Donovan Mitchell's a Salt Lake City guy. He's a Utah Jazz man. And he's getting ignored. You, you really don't think that Donovan Mitchell should have garnered more votes in the NBA All-Star game? Like, how's that possible? He's got he, – he has a fantastic shoe that does not sell. He's like, look at Rudy Gobert. Is, Rudy Gobert is an elite defensive player. Is Rudy Gobert a blip on most NBA people's radars? He's not. He's not. Boyan Bogdanovich, Joe Ingles, Mike Conley. I'm just telling you now. We can sit here and we can – he's not leaving. If you don't build a championship team, and if he's not in a position to win multiple rings, he's not going to be here. It's that, just business, man. It's that's just, the, we've seen it time and time again, dude. It's just business. You don't you don't live in New York. Your dad works for the Mets. You're a Brickley guy. Like, I, I I don't know how much clearer it is. Even Brickley guys, like, there's this narrative that Brickley guys only want to win championships and they leave teams and. Okay, cool. That might be true, but guess what? They go and win championships. Why is it such a bad thing? <laughs> I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, think about that. I don't know. Oh, well, Brickley guys only leave uh, to go and win championships as opposed to leaving to be the last place in the last team in the league? As opposed – if Donovan like, – let me ask you this. If Donovan stays in, in Utah for, again, the next 15 years and does not win a championship, is he a Hall of Famer? That is a great question. Could he get it? Could he get into the Hall of Fame on stats alone? It's a great question. If is, he doesn't is win Damian a Lillard a Hall of Famer? Um, I don't know. That's a good question. Donovan hasn't won an Olympic medal, I don't believe. Chris Paul's a Hall of Famer. Absolutely is. By the way, is. If Donovan Mitchell stays in Salt Lake City as a, as a member of the Jazz and never wins a championship, think about what he's giving up. Will he ever win an MVP here? Probably not. Rudy Gobert is higher on the MVP ladder than Donovan Mitchell is, by far, a lot. How the hell is that even possible? How's that possible? Who's more? And, and again, this is what I asked earlier. 
Who's more important to the Jazz? Donovan Mitchell or Rudy Gobert? I'm telling you, it's Donovan Mitchell. By f- it's not close, by far. Donovan Mitchell is far more valuable to the Utah Jazz than Rudy Gobert is. Yeah. Far more valuable. Yeah. But it is what it is, I guess. You know, like, I, I think when I look back on the history, <coughs> excuse me, on the history of this franchise, arguably the most important player ever to this franchise is probably John Stockton. I look at Stockton to Malone. I think I think Stockton happens without Malone. I don't think Malone happens without Stockton. And I just personally hate Carl Malone. I think he's a terrible human being. But he did win an MVP here. And why did they win MVPs and why are they Hall of Famers? Cuz they they played for they played in important games. Has Donovan Mitchell played in an important game yet? Who's going to be Donovan Mitchell's Michael Jordan? It's an interesting question. He needs a running mate. I mean, it can happen. You can be a Hall of Famer in Utah. That's no without question. Because I'm telling you right now, if this team, if if Danny Ainge is unable to find, you know, Donovan Mitchell's Carl Malone, if you will, Donovan Mitchell's true running mate, because Mike Conley ain't it. I like Mike. I like his career. Mike Conley's not good enough to do what what they need to get done. So my question is, okay, if you're unable yeah. to get, you know, the the second star to come to this team, you know. Who's the buzzsaw that Don's going to run into every year that was, you know, John Stockton's Michael Jordan? It's a great question. You know, and 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 I only ask that question because how many buzzsaws are in the Western Conference? There's a bazillion of them. And you've run into Denver. You've run into the Clippers now. You ran right? into the Grizzlies. You won that series, but you ran into them. <laughs> like, you, you, like, you struggled oh a little bit. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I yeah! <laughs> it has happened. It has happened. It has happened. Matt Nagy has been fired by the Chicago Bears. Yes! Free Bears fans. I am erect. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Yes! Goodbye, Matt Nagy. Now, hold the door for Ryan Pace and Ted Phillips. Now, I'll drop that motherfucker. Ted Phillips ain't going to get fired. He makes too much money for the trust. Let's be honest. Uh, but hopefully Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy are out the door. Pack your shit. Let's go. See you later, Skippy. Come on, let's go, Schlepprock. <laughs> That's it, Skippy. Matt Nagy's out. Let's go. Anyway. Anyway. I think that's an interesting question. Who's, who is, what's going to, what's going to, here's an interesting question. What's going to keep Donovan Mitchell from, from winning a championship? The Utah Jazz or somebody else? Yes. Could be. I think if Donovan Mitchell wants to win a championship, he has he, he, he likely is going to have to do it on his own. He's going to have to be the best player on the team. And right now, I just don't. Everybody else in the Western Conference has somebody. No, I haven't always hated the Jazz. I haven't always hated the Jazz. We don't hate the Jazz now. Well, and the issue, this, this comes up, and your comment got filtered because you were F-bombing, but <laughs> his point is that I, I, I have always said that the Jazz are not a good team. I've never said the Jazz are not a good team. I have not said that. What I said is they're not a championship team. And this goes back to if you're if you're just popping on the, the show today, we've been talking about the rumors that Donovan Mitchell is leaving the Jazz or considering playing in a larger market so he has a chance to to win a championship and, and become a notable NBA player. Build a legacy. 
and I, I just don't know how many other ways I can say this. Guys like Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell, you want them to be killers. And you want them to only play the game to win championships. Because if they do that, the hundreds of millions of dollars are going to be there. But guys like Rudy Gobert are not championship quality players because he's one-dimensional and he isn't mean. He is soft. A guy like Donovan Mitchell wants to be a killer. He just doesn't have the opportunity. Doesn't have the opportunity. And when I look at this Jazz team, if you want Donovan Mitchell to be here for his entire career, stop being emotional. Can you be part of a process and be invested in a process and see a result and not become emotionally unglued and derail yourself from the process? And I ask you that because simply put, do you want to win a championship or not? Okay, well, yeah, well, I want to win a championship. But you haven't the last two years, and you've had the exact same roster for two years. So you want to be emotionally invested in this roster and talk about, oh, Bogey and Jingles and Mike. Because and, it's garbage. They're not championship players, man. And they've shown you that How, like, repeatedly. And if you look at the Suns, and if you look at the Warriors, and if you look at the Lakers, and if you look at every other best team in the league – they don't sit tight when they lose. They don't keep the same core together. Bro, the Lakers are talking about trading Russell Westbrook. Who they've had for 15 minutes. Because who, it's not good enough. Because he airballed a bank shot last night. And he's done that repeatedly. And he turns the ball over. And they're not. the mix is not good enough. But my point is, you can't be emotionally attached to a roster because that's not how you win championships. You have to be the exact opposite. You have to be emotionally unattached. How have the New England Patriots built that dynasty that they built? They cut guys that everyone was like, how are you cutting that guy? And then what yeah. were what did those guys go and do? Absolutely nothing. And that's my point with this roster. You have to do the same thing, whether it's trades or cuts or whatever. You have to change this roster to get to the next step. Because right now, the truth of the matter is, is you're a one-and-done team. You are win one series, lose the next series. That's where you've been. And I know that sucks. I know, like, I would love to be able to come on this show and say, yep, you've got an NBA Finals contender on your hands, people. You're, you're going to the NBA Finals this year. You're going to be the best team in the Western Conference, and then you're going to go and win the tournament, and you're going to get to the NBA Finals. But we can't say that. eBay says, you know what? You know, Wade came to the Jazz because he wants his name in the spotlight and feels Donovan could give him the best chance over the next decade. Um, here's why you're wrong about that. I know for a fact the conversation that he's had, Dwayne Wade. Um, he wants to two things. He wants to learn and understand technology and Silicon Valley. Him and Ryan Smith had a relationship. So. One, that's why he came. Two, he wants to own the Miami Heat when that opportunity presents itself. And so he became a minority owner of the Heat, or excuse me, of the Jazz. And when the when the Heat are divested by their current owner, who he and Dwayne Wade are very close, the thought process is that Dwayne Wade's going to buy the Heat. And so, one, I think it's great that he has – you know, that he has now an ownership in the, you know, Real Salt Lake and the Jazz. 
But Dwayne Wade's not here to have his name in the spotlight. Why would he come to Salt Lake to do that? To do that. He could be, he could have been a minority owner with the, the Miami Heat. He easily could have. He was offered a, a piece of the Chicago Bulls. He went to the situation that facilitated his long-term vision. So, eBay, look, dude, I like you. I, With all due respect, I, 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 if you believe that Donovan Mitchell is not ever going to leave, you're crazy. And if you think that Dwayne Wade is here because Donovan Mitchell's here, you don't know why Dwayne Wade's here. I mean, it, it is – this is not even a secret. Yeah. This is not even a secret why Dwayne is here. It, it, it's not at all. Um, he also says Lillard is easily a Hall of Famer. <clears throat> Hall of Fame – oh, yes. Basketball Hall of Fame, probably. Is, is Damian Lillard one of the best ever? Does he have a legacy? No, he does not. And if he stays in Portland, he'll never – Portland's not going to win a championship anytime soon. Yeah. They're just – they're not. But what's different? What's the difference between Portland and Salt Lake City? You have a billionaire owner now who's not going to do things the way that they've always been done. That's the bottom line. Danny Ainge is not here to do things the way that Dennis Lindsay's always done them. You think Danny Ainge just showed up so they could have coffee together in the office? No. 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 Danny Ainge is here to blow this thing up, dude. Danny Ainge is here to make a, 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 a you know an NBA Finals contender. Jeremy Bolton says Malone won an MVP over Jordan. Not saying Donnie is Malone, but it can be done. Yeah, you can. That's why I said like <clears throat> you, you. But how do you win MVPs? MVPs are not won in your current season, right? MVPs are won collectively with momentum, and then that next season, generally, hey, if you if you tow the rope and stay par, you're going to win the MVP. That's how you. But to do that, Donovan Mitchell's got to play for a championship. There, there's no way that he ever, if he is in Salt Lake City and wins an MVP, they will have had to have made an MVP, uh, NBA Finals appearance. They will have, I mean, there's. I just don't yeah. know how else you do that. Jokic, to me, is an outlier. I mean, I look at Giannis. I just think Giannis was so unbelievably dominant. I think Jokic is the outlier. I mean, I look at Carl Malone's performance. He was so dominant. And he had such a great facilitator in stock. And I just, I think it's very difficult to do. I, I do. Um, if Mitchell never wins a chip and stays, he's going to be our version of Dirk. He would get a statue, et cetera. Dirk's got a championship. Yeah, Dirk's got one of the best championships ever. One of the most clutch, one of the most, like, one of the most impressive championships ever. Yeah. Uh, comment dump. Uh, Gavin Vegas says, how am I crazy? If you watch Fox Sports or ESPN, Don gets maybe 30 seconds when players like R.J. Barrett get a whole segment. Look at Clay Thompson last night. Yeah, it's wild. It's wild, dude. Like, I mean, seriously, Don is making – Don's having one of the best seasons he's ever had. Don's yeah. making plays. He's doing things, and he doesn't get that run. Don Gavin says Donovan is our first or second best shooting guard – is the first or best uh, second shooting guard in the league, and he's talked about less than R.J. Barrett. Let that sink in. I do think Don is wildly underrated. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you look at Donovan Mitchell or Jason Tatum, because this is the conversation. This is where everyone goes. I'm probably going Donovan Mitchell. It's, it's tough. close. It's, it's really close, right? It's close. But again, what do we always talk about on this show? Devin Booker or Donovan Mitchell? I think Devin Booker's gone to another level this year. He's He's gone to another. He's shooting 43% from three. And that rise started in the bubble when he hit, hit that shot over the Clippers. Yeah, I'm telling like – 
that's what that's where Donovan Mitchell is going. Like, look at his. I don't think people understand the year that Donovan Mitchell's having, even with this back injury and whatever. Donovan Mitchell's playing incredible basketball. I mean, he is. He is. Yeah. He is playing. He has risen his 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 game. He has grown his game. He now needs to play in important moments. Why did Devin Booker spend every offseason moment he had shooting threes, working on, you know, one bounce threes? And well, because he got embarrassed in the NBA playoffs last year. Yeah. He got embarrassed in the Western Conference Finals. He got embarrassed in the NBA Finals. Didn't have a very good Olympic tournament. Took a week off and then went right back to the lab. And now look at him. He is uh, he he is now Book has always been a spot up three point shooter. Not anymore. He is now a a pull up three point machine. And if you look at him, those one bounce three pointers he's making, that's why he's gone to another level. It, it's it, it, Donovan Mitchell is going in that direction. There are not many two guards in this league that I would take now. If Clay Thompson's going to do what he did last night, he's the best two guard in the NBA. Forget it. Like, I, I don't know. He can play both the two and the three. And his ability to – I don't remember him being a guy that could dunk on multiple people. I don't remember Clay playing that way. Mm-hmm. Clay was always a great shooter, and if he got an open run to the rim, he was going to rock. Okay, cool. I don't remember Clay Thompson dunking on multiple people. Dunking on people? He wasn't known as a guy who put the ball on the floor, dude. I mean, his he, yeah. But if you look if you look around the Western Conference, I mean, there's not a whole lot of twos that are better than Donovan Mitchell. Like, yeah, there's not. I mean, you got nothing. And that's his problem, right? That's that's the core issue. Hey, I'm one of the best two guards in the league, and I'm not getting my respect. I mean, I look at I would put Devin ahead of him. I put I put Kawhi Leonard ahead of him. Um, I, you know, I'm trying to think if, if you look up and down the standings, especially in the West, um, he's better than anybody Memphis has got Luka Doncic or Donovan Mitchell. I would take Don. I hate Lucas so much, dude. I don't like the way he plays the game. I, I just don't think Luke is a championship caliber player. And I think Don is dude. I think I take Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. Um, nobody on the Lakers right now. They don't really have a two. Um, I think he's better than Dame because Dame's always hurt now. He's broken down, it seems like. Yeah. Um, nobody on the Kings, nobody on the Pelicans, Thunder, Rockets. I think Donovan Mitchell is, you know, top three in the in the West, top four in the West. Kyrie Irving, James Harden, those guys are better than, than Don. Um, Jimmy Butler probably plays a different position. Yeah, different position. Um, I mean, the Sixers, no Cleveland, no Raptors, no Hornets, no Bradley Beal, two, three combo. I would take Beal. Beal's a Beal is a more polished score for sure. Tatum or Don. Mm. <coughs> I think that's an interesting one here. And this is the only slight for Don is his size. That's what is he? Six, one. Wow. I think. The Dolphins fired Brian Flores. Yeah, there's a firehouse happening right now. Mike, Mike, Zimmer, Mike Zimmer, Mike Zimmer out. fired by the Vikings. Zimmer, Vangio, Nagy, Flores, lots wow. of people getting let go. Um, Don or Tatum? I would probably take Don, but 
It's close. But the, <laughs> the issue I have is Tatum can get – and this is the Booker conversation. Guys like Tatum and Booker can get to places on the floor and get higher percentage looks because of their height. And that's one thing that I think Don deals with. Hmm. But it's so close, man. It's hard to get away from Tatum's frame. Yeah. I mean, his long arms are – and he runs like a deer. I yeah, mean, man. I mean, he is – He is. yeah, again, you yeah. can't teach size. Yeah. Um, it, argue this, eBay says. Donovan stays at Jazz his entire career. Can he become the greatest Jazz man of all time? I don't know that he'd ever pass. Who's the greatest jazz man of all time? I mean, Stockton, Malone. I mean, Carl Malone is just such a POS. Um, if you if you take your emotion out of it, it's probably Carl Malone. Um, Don can be better than those guys. I don't think so. Carl Malone. I watched Carl Malone play a lot, and there was no stopping Carl Malone. No, I don't know that there's ever been a better on a better roster. Than, there's no stopping Don. Again, this is the issue. Defenses well, I need to, don't, but, but I need to see him on a better roster. Well, but that's my point. Yeah, this is the issue that it's, Don uh, has. It's certainly possible to answer your question directly. But yeah, it's certainly possible. Like I think Don on a better roster, it yeah could be the best Jazz man ever. Yeah, he could, but he doesn't have that. Yeah, yeah, I don't disagree with that. Um, you know. Donovan is unique like Duncan, like Kobe, like Beal, like Lillard, Bird, Inc. No, he's not. You're putting Donovan Mitchell. You Do you hear what you're – bro, what are you talking about? You, you Donovan Mitchell does not belong in the same conversation with Kobe Bryant. No. It, 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 there's nothing to talk about. He doesn't belong with LeBron. He doesn't belong with Jordan. No. Larry Bird, are you – are you like, are you kidding me? You're putting – Donovan Mitchell – you just put Donovan Mitchell – with Kobe and Bird. No. What are you talking not doing about? That. You're not that's not even stop it. Do you think Ainge has talked to Mitchell about developing a new team around? I know that they've talked. Yeah. I know that Ryan Smith has told Donovan Mitchell that they are selling out to win multiple championships. They are doing everything they can do. From the rebrand, he <clears throat> so from what I was told, he has essentially had a presentation. That who has Donovan Mitchell got a presentation from the Jazz. Okay, that essentially was here's our our vision, here's what we are doing, this is our plan, rebranding TV, multimedia, the whole nine. God, we haven't even talked about that. Yeah, Jesus. I, well, but that's a huge part of it. It is. I mean, to me, one of the things you never see is Donovan Mitchell like other people creating social content on Donovan Mitchell. You don't. He is not a shoe salesman, even though his shoe's great. I'm not an Adidas guy, and I like his shoe. Kids love his shoe. You see it on kids all the time. But do you see it on kids in New York, Chicago, L.A.? Like when you go to when you go to Vaza Fitness to play basketball here, yes, you do. But when I'm in L.A. in a couple of weeks, I'm going to see Jordans. I'm going to see LeBrons. Kobe's. I'm going to see Kobe's. It's 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 a big thing. Let's wrap this conversation up because we got to get to NFL here. Uh, jazz fans expect some serious trades. They should. Uh, nice guy Gobert versus. We need to put some uh, effing effort Mitchell. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, what if we get Westbrook? I'm out. 
Uh, James Knight says, we'd rather follow the Jazz who has culture than a super team like the Lakers or Brooklyn any day. You're high no as hell. Chance. Get the hell out of here, dude. No like, chance. Like, I love you, bro, but that's just some crap. That is a crock of ass, dude. There's no way that you're going to sit here and say, I would rather follow a team that gets eliminated in the second round by the Clippers every year than a team that's winning championships. I just, I, I'm not, I'm not doing that. If Thompson comes out like he did last night, the Warriors are scary good, stupid Warriors. True. Yeah, they're back to who True, they were. Jeremy. Absolutely. Yeah, they're back to who they Most were. Most people take Tatum and Morant over Mitchell, but I think Don will be greater at the end of their careers. But it doesn't matter at the end of the – what are you – like, I'm talking about, like, right now. Right now. Right now. I it, If you took Donovan Mitchell over John Morant, you would be fired, like – you can't tell me that you're taking Donovan Mitchell over John Morant. Not right now. There's no way. There's no. There is no. And Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum's. A, a, it's really close. You're not going to screw it up either way if you take those two. Uh, Jeremy Bolton said Malone in his prime was unbelievable. He freaking won the MVP over that dude on your wall back there. He did. Yeah. yeah he was amazing. But here's my point. Amazing. Though. I think Don can be better than that. I think Don, given the right supporting cast can be but what better. is the right supporting cast the right supporting cast is to put donovan mitchell at the two and have a point guard who 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 can actually facilitate and then you need a three who is the star that plays alongside donovan mitchell you need the three that can go and get a bucket at any time but i think that three needs to be on his level i think his, yeah, whoever the three, running mate is like bogey and mike conley are not running mates for donovan mitchell. no they're not um, because it, it, that you need somebody that Don respects universally. And I don't think he has that on this roster. I don't, uh, Sim Sima Bates SSB. That's uh, not sure. on your birth certificate. Sure. Sima. Yeah. Sima says, is it better following a team you actually care about? Um, well, I think it is. Yeah. I mean, but then again, I think the NBA is a player's league. It's not a team league. Unless you're a you jazz know? fan. Unless you're a Jazz fan. That's probably true. Like, if Donovan Mitchell leaves here, he'll be dead to you, which is crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Even more new, uh, even more good news for Bears fans. Ryan Pace has been fired. Correct, he has. Uh, yeah, what about your uh, – yeah, what are your trades? I, I couldn't tell you. Because I'm telling you right now, I'll go back to what I said this summer, and any, any long times, please back me up on this. I'll say the same thing I said this past summer. This year should have been a wasted year for the Jazz. Yeah, this year should have been about stripping away salary and getting under the luxury tax. And this coming summer should be where you put your flag in the ground and, and you go out and you murder people. Yeah, that's what the if you had done that. You you'd be in the position to win three in five years. You want to win three rings in five years? Trade everybody. Blow this roster up and just say to Danny Ainge. Hey, Danny, um, you know, hey, it's Ryan Smith. I left the checkbook in the top drawer. Uh, I'll talk to you when training camp starts. Y'all feel me? It's what it should be. That's what that's what this team needs. I, I And I cannot, again, and I don't mean to be redundant, stop being emotional about this roster because it's not very good. This is a this is a this an average roster that the Jazz have. If we learned anything out of this COVID Toronto mess, Mm-hmm. It is that this roster has guys who can play and they just don't get the opportunity to play. Elijah Mitchell, Elijah Mitchell. Hello. Elijah Hughes 
and Eric Pascal should be getting minutes on this team. Yeah. Jerry Butler, I was a little disappointed, but the kid can play. Give him minutes. Or send him down to the stars and let him develop. Yeah. But I thought Toronto was a bad look for Quinn Snyder. I really did. I mean, with all those guys out and you refuse to play these guys on the regular, Elijah Hughes came out and balled out. Yep. Played 40 minutes. Yep. Balled out. I, it, you know. Pascal showed you what he could do. All right, a couple more. Casey says, last night I lost my crap yelling at two teams I don't care about and begging them not to tie just to see my team most likely lose to the Chiefs in the first round. Exactly right. Chance Terry, old management, had the thought that it was a business in having a having a feel-good team. Ryan Smith is about winning championships, and people in this state won't like when this team gets blown up. Thank you, Chance. Yeah, I think that's well said, dude. Thank you. Well said, bro. But Royce plays hard, Kenny says. <laughs> yes! Vegas says, pair Don with Tatum. Now we're talking championships. Mm -hmm. I don't Is Jason Tatum a championship player? Yes. Yes. I'll be curious to see how he does, because I think he's in the same spot that Don's in. Except he's in that spot in Boston. Jason so Tatum a lot more. dunked on LeBron and went head-to-head -head with LeBron. Like, Jason Tatum's a championship player. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Bolton says, at this point, I would hope real jazz fans want this team blown up if it meant a chip. Yep. James Knight says, who remembers Hayward? Not me. Yeah. Kenny says, holy crap, Elijah Hughes over Trent Forrest. Yes. Yeah, dude. But <laughs> I'm telling Wait, you. He's been saying this. I've been saying this since the, like, since, since last spring. Elijah Hughes is the guy on this team. Yeah. That's that is totally and overlooked. He'll play defense too. He is totally overlooked. Again, he's got that dumb truck booty. Yeah. Put him in the lineup, let him bang, and let him shoot through. That kid's a stunt. I'm telling you, Elijah Hughes can play a very, very good bench role for this team. Mm -hmm. He is and the other the other guy that never gets talked about who I, I would hope gets traded is Jordan Clarkson, because I think he's got real value. Mm -hmm. Real value. Man of the year, dude. Anyway. Bears fire head coach Matt Nagy and GM Ryan Pace. And the bloodbath is is just now getting started. Yes. Um, which which I think is fantastic. Moment of the day yesterday for you was what? Ooh, man, dude. Moment of the day yesterday. Oh, I think this is so easy. I mean, I think the timeout in the Charger game was was one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. However, I think the Rams falling apart and losing after Sean McVay was partying in the end zone when he was up 16 points might have been like the biggest ball slap I've ever seen. You were <laughs> in control of that game and then you lost that game. Yeah. You're in the playoffs, but you lost that. How does that happen? So, so to me, that's the second moment, but the Brandon Staley timeout was, was by far the moment of the day. You know, in the NFL, the John Morant dunk and Clay's return were probably the biggest moments in sports. But that timeout was -wise, was yeah. was one of the dumbest things I've seen. Should the Rams, if they don't win a Super Bowl, should they fire Sean McVay? That's really tough, dude. You have a good team. You have a but like, it should be a great team. Yeah, it should be. It should be. I don't know. If, if, I mean, if they if don't you beat fire the Cardinals, Sean McVay, if you fire so, Sean McVay and hire Matt Nagy, I mean. Man, the Cardinals would love you. I think if they don't win a Super Bowl, you got to look at it. But they're going to beat the Cardinals. That well, game's in L.A. at yeah, SoFi. Yeah, well, I can't. Yeah, they were in L.A. at SoFi yesterday, too. And what happened? Come on. Like, you know, I know that that's not a playoff game. I know that, you know, they didn't have a lot of incentive. But, but, but the, the well, but 
I think when you look at the San Francisco 49ers, that's an elite defense. Fred Warner is playing out of his goddamn mind. Yeah. I think that's a different situation. The Arizona Cardinals, in my opinion, are not ready to win. And I think I think Matthew Stafford, this is a, a watershed moment for these two guys. Mm-hmm. Sean McVay and Matt Stafford mm-hmm. have to win this game. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I think this defense... I, I, I'm a Rams guy. I'm a believer in this game. Ask me after the game. Yeah, I'm not a believer they're winning this game. If they lose this game, I think you got to fire Sean. JJ Watts back. Uh, the Cardinals are feeling good about themselves. Yeah. I I don't know that JJ Watt makes that much of a difference. But are the Cardinals feeling good about themselves? I mean, well, not the way you ended the season. I mean, I that, mean the fact that, is, you were ten and two and you finished eleven and six. That's that, not great. That team, to me, I think the Rams are the better team, and usually in the playoffs, the better team wins. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I, I so I, I look around at, at all these coaches being fired this morning. I think Sean McVay's in trouble if he loses that game. Yeah. I don't you, know. Yeah. yeah. W- with that stadium and that income, you're he's gonna get fired if he loses the Cardinal game. I mean, that would you can't have that. I mean, you've got to make. You definitely have to get to the NFC Championship game. There's because no doubt about that. Because if you look at the, the changes that they made on that roster. They spent money. I mean, Odell Beckham has been really good for them. Stafford's been good for them. Von look, Miller's I, been Von good for Miller, them. Von Miller has had huge sacks in three straight weeks. Mm-hmm. Jalen Ramsey's like, been good for them. Jalen With a huge interception. Mm-hmm. And you still fucking lost that game. Mm-hmm. How do you mm-hmm. get that Jalen Ramsey interception, the 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 – the the sack like the the whole the von miller sack was a huge moment in that game mm-hmm. you know like it to me sean mcveigh has to be looked at more closely and i don't know that they will but when i look around the league i gotta believe that brian flores gets a job yeah. i cannot believe that the, the dolphins should have given him another year it's a little surprising to me the dolphins pulled the ripcord on him already yeah i, th- I think he was doing a good job but, you know, it's probably good for his career that he's not a head coach of the Dolphins anymore, you know, well, that's depending on true. where he goes. That's obviously, probably true. But yeah, you know. But we're way late, by the way. Yeah. Um, huh? I know. We're way, way late. Yeah. Um, do we talk about Costco or old people and how old is too old? Or mm. old, what defines old? I mean, can we talk about old people at Costco? We can because <laughs> there's always a good old person sighting at Costco or old people in the uh, lift line, you know, um, how old is old? It's interesting. We, you know, like we had a, a, we have, you know, like a family situation and we were talking through it last night and I just feel like old people are only old because they think they're old mm-hmm. because I don't know. I don't think there's a number on it. Like 70, is 70 old? I don't know. But what do you like at 70 and what am I like at 70? I don't know. Yeah, it's a great question. You know, like, uh, I think being old is a state of mind. Yeah. I mean, I think that, you know, the numbers mean different things to different people. But, you know, I I think that nowadays, you know, 70 doesn't really seem that old anymore. No. Like, there's a lot of people I feel like who are living, you know, a longer time. You know, I feel like we're hearing all the time, uh, you know, people getting into their 90s. And, you know, I mean, once you're in your 80s, I think you're old. But like 60 and 70 is not old anymore. It's just not. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I, I think age is such a state of mind. You know, like I, I, I really, really, really 
hope medical advancement continues to happen mm-hmm. because what's it going to be like? I'm, I'm turning 49 in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. What is my life going to be like in 20 years? I don't know. What's medical going to be like in 20 years? You would think, I mean, it seems like they find a cure for something every day. Yeah. And now supposedly they're very close to a cure for cancer. Mm-hmm. Like you would think in 20 years, cancer would be very treatable. Yeah, you would, think, uh, you would right? think, but yeah, I mean, it's, I, I don't, yeah, I mean, you would think so. I, I think all the time there's medical advancements that are allowing people to live longer and we're curing things. Like, I mean, that happens a lot. There's no question about that. Um, but I think, you know, yeah, you're right. You know, old is different to everybody. So old is very different to everybody. Yeah, you know, and, and I think that that is, it's, so it's hard to answer that question, but I can tell you, um, you know, hopefully, we all live to get into our 90s, you know? That's yeah. the hope. Jeremy Bolton says the Chargers timeout was Pete Carroll calling a pass on the one-yard line. Back. Yeah, dude. Yeah, same thing. eBay, the sofa server, says go Colts. How, God, God, how did the Colts miss the playoffs? You know. Jeremy Bolton says as long as I don't get Alzheimer's like mom and my grandma had, I'm good. That disease is the worst. Yeah, Truth. it's scary, dude. Um, cancer is what terrifies most people, but... I don't want to lose my mental faculties. I mean, it's why I take ashwagandha, mm-hmm. um, you know. Yeah, I've been immunized. Um, <laughs> but, like, it's why I supplement the way I do. It's why I use creatine. It's why I take ashwagandha. It's why I, you know, like, I'm glad I never played football. Seriously. You know. Chris Carn says, 50 in a few weeks. I felt that I felt old this morning. I'm telling you. Does that just mean it's hard to get up, or what does that mean? I'm lucky, like I'm I'm 49. My I, like I don't have like back pain, knee pain. Like it's weird. Like my body feels really good mm-hmm. right now. Other than I, I seriously, my knee is so I've never had a bruised knee like this. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. I bruised my knee snowboarding yesterday because I'm an idiot. But um, <laughs> I I feel really good physically. Like I'm sleeping like shit the last week, and I have no idea why. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got to get this this stupid nest detector in my room fixed. I can't keep doing it. So what happens with it? Well, it I sleep with a ceiling fan on. Okay. Because I'm always... It if you don't like sleep with a ceiling fan on, you're not from Planet Earth, dude. Like, so, you got to have a fan I on have you. a nest detect smoke detector in my room, and it's got a nightlight on it. Okay. So usually the fan doesn't turn the nightlight on. I'm telling you, like clockwork, I woke up at 2.47 this morning... My wife is like pulling the covers off of me because she tosses and turns like a freaking cement mixer. <laughs> and like the light is on. And I'm like, okay, it's just because she was moving. Okay. Suckmyass.com. But now for like the next 20 minutes, it's like I'm covering my eye and I'm like, oh, yep, still on. Like, and, and so now it's 310. I finally fall back asleep to wake up at four o'clock because my wife's like, ah. And I turn on, and the fucking light is on again. And I get up at four thirty every day. And now from four to four from from four to four thirty, I'm just laying there awake. Um, and it's because of this stupid nightlight. You know, it's so frustrating. And so what we need to do is the problem is I work for a living, but I need to get my ladder out. I need to get drag it all the way upstairs, which is why I want a two story house, not a three. But my wife won't move. That's what fucking takes me to fuck off <laughs> but now me, mrs monty and i need to drag this ladder up the stairs and uh-huh. fix the stupid nightlight because i can't keep doing it it is driving me crazy it is in it sleep is so important that might have been one of the best <laughs> rants i've ever heard out of you 
Man, Cam Harrison says being in your 40s is the 20, oh. the new 20, LOL. I hope so. Man, that was funny. You know. That was great. Chris Carnes says I sleep with two fans on. No other way to do it. <laughs> seriously, dude. I, You know, seriously. We come down to the basement to do the show, and it's 58 degrees, and we're both in agreement. Man, if we were sleeping down here, this would have been amazing. Cam Harrison says cement mixer, LOL. <laughs> 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 I, you know what the problem is? I don't toss and turn most nights. I sleep on my left side the entire night. Okay. Right. So my issue, my issue is not that my wife tosses and turns. I get really hot. Mm -hmm. But if I sleep with the fan on level two versus level one, mm -hmm. it's I freeze all night. So I don't know what. How does the that work? Is. So do you, does she steal the blankets or why? I no. mean, are you like so? How are you cold? Uh, because. It, it, you know how it is. Like you wake up and you have a leg out from under the blanket. Yeah. And that thing's a popsicle. <laughs> you know, like uh, <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. we got to go, man. It's like eight o'clock already. Bro. To make that bread. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Mm -hmm. All right. But um, okay. tomorrow we'll have a lot of NFL, all these coaching changes. Uh, we'll have reaction to the national championship game. Uh, Bama or Georgia? Bama. Yeah. I think Bama wins again. Nick Saban. Um, undefeated. Undefeated. Uh, so we'll talk about all that tomorrow. Well, obviously, if there's any more news on the Jazz and, you know, when Quinn Snyder gets COVID, not if, because um, it seems like it's going around. So we'll talk about all that tomorrow on the show. Until tomorrow, say goodnight, Jake. Goodnight, Jake.